0: continue today on the subject of the healing anointing. Let's go to Matthew chapter 9 and verse 27 through 30. When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came into him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. Now you'll understand this. It was another example that they came to Jesus, but they came in faith. And they believed that he was able to do it. Not only able, but he was also willing. And he touched their eyes. And he said, according to your faith, let it be to you. That's the way it is today, people. It's according to your faith, let it be unto you. You have to come to him and say, Lord, this is what I believe. Then that switch of faith activates the anointing. It turns it on and it starts flowing. Have you ever went out to a gas station and put the nozzle into the gas tank? Anybody ever done that? Have you ever went out there and you forgot to flip the switch on the gas pump? And you go, there's something wrong with this pump, it won't pump. And then you look over and you go, oh my goodness, I forgot to turn the switch on the pump. Well, you turn the switch on the pump on, put the nozzle, and the gas starts flowing into the tank. That's what you got to do with the anointing. You got to take faith to turn the switch on to activate the power. And then when the power starts flowing then you know that your tank is getting full of healing. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> That's the way it works. But a lot of times people go, I want somebody to do it for me. I want them to do it for me. And Jesus is saying, I'll do my part if you'll do yours. But your part is getting into the Word of God, believing what the Word of God says, speaking forth the Word, asking Him for your healing, And watch that power flow when you activate it by speaking forth the word of God. And you say, by his stripes I was healed. I receive my healing now. I believe I receive right now, Lord Jesus. And then when you do, you say, that power is flowing into me. And guess what it does? It heals. It flows into you. It activates the power of God. The power flows into you. Causes a complete healing and a complete cure. And you have to keep going around saying, my tank is full of the healing anointing and it's causing a complete healing and a complete cure. You say, well, I don't feel like it. You have to keep confessing it. Don't give up. Keep confessing saying, each and every day saying, I am completely healed by the power of God. I'm completely filled with that anointing. It is operating in my body. It's causing that healing to happen. It's causing it to take place. It's driving out sickness. Then you speak to the sickness too, and you say, Sickness, you have to go. I'll give you no place. The Word of God says, Give the devil no place. Sickness does not come from God. It comes from the devil. And you have to tell that sickness, It has to go. It has no place in the temple of the Holy Ghost. Now think of it like this. The healing anointing is flowing in. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. He lives on the inside of you. He's the one that activates the power. He drives it out. But he, he will not override your will concerning anything. So you have to speak it out. Say, I will not allow this sickness in my body. I will only allow healing. I will only allow the anointing. I will only allow the word of God what it says in my body and I won't allow anything else and I thank you Lord Jesus that that anointing is healing me now each and every moment of every day and when it tries to come back say I didn't tell you you could come back devil I told you you had to stay gone and you're gone he'll try to put symptoms back on you but he's not allowed to is that right? Let's go to Acts chapter 3 and verse 1 through 10. Now, here's another example of healing, but it's a little bit different. Now, Peter and John went to get up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now let's look at this. This man didn't have faith. But Peter and John did. Peter was operating in one of the gifts of the Spirit, as the Spirit of God wills. this man was begging for alms. He's saying, money's going to fix my problem. A lot of times we think money's going to fix all of our problems, which I I know God wants us to be blessed. He wants us to all be so rich we can't hardly stand it because it gives him glory when we do things with the, the money that he gives us to help other people and do his will. But Peter's saying, silver and gold is not going to fix your problem, dude, but I've got something that will. He said, it's the name of Jesus. Is that right? So what Peter did, he reached, he reached over, grabbed him by the hand, lifted him up, and when he stood up and he walked, strength came into his legs, and he'd never walked, and he went leaping and praising God. And people are going, wow, this man has never walked. What happened to him? It was a gift of the Holy Ghost operating through the Apostle Peter. And I believe it was a gift of special faith and a gift of healing. Because they all work together. Sometimes the gifts of the Spirit will operate together. And I believe that Peter had a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom from the Holy Spirit saying, if you'll reach down and grab hold of this guy and and by the hand, He'll be completely healed because it's my will for him to be healed and it's going to be amazing to other people and it will give glory to God. It'll give glory to Jesus. Amen? So I believe it was the gifts of the Spirit that were operating and Peter had faith for that, for that uh, gift of the Spirit to operate and he also had faith in healing because he's seen the Lord Jesus Christ heal so many people. Acts three sixteen, And his name through faith in his name has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Now, the name of Jesus is the name above every name, isn't it? And Peter said... When I spoke forth the name of Jesus, it activated the power of God. And when he spoke forth his name in faith, then what happened was he reached down and grabbed that man and he obeyed the Holy Ghost because you can't do anything unless you obey the Holy Spirit. You couldn't heal on that swing, but when you obey what the Holy Spirit tells you to do when the anointing is upon you, and you obey what he tells you to do, you can do whatever he tells you. Now I firmly believe that this is what happened. And when he, when he spoke forth the name of Jesus, it happened. It took place. Because the name of Jesus is the name above every name. And at the mention of that name, every knee will bow in heaven and earth and beneath the earth. And every time we'll confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So this is what happens when you receive from the Father God your healing. And you say in Jesus' name. You say, when I spoke forth his name, it was done then. Because it has no other choice. Now this is what the devil will do. You can speak forth the name of Jesus and he will test you to see if you believe what his name really means. Well what you have to do is say, listen devil, when I spoke forth his name, you didn't have any other choice. Because it's the name above every name. And you name your sickness and when you name that sickness, you say sickness, you have to go and you have no other choice. Don't give it a choice. When it tries to come back or when it tries to, when that symptom tries to hang on, you say, symptom, I told you when I prayed in the name of Jesus, you had to go and you have no other choice. Don't give it a choice. Resist the devil. And he has to flee. He has to. He has no other choice. But he will try to keep you in a place of bondage, in a place of confinement, in a place of sickness if he can but he will also see if you believe what that name has to say and how powerful the name is and what that name means because the name of Jesus is the name above every name So when you speak forth his name it presents all that he is. I'm saying it presents all that he is. Not anything or anybody else, but everything that Jesus is, it presents him. Nothing else. And he is the most powerful being in the universe. Him, the Father God, and the Holy Spirit, all three of the Trinity, are the most powerful force anywhere. And faith is the way God operates. God's a faith God. And that's how Jesus operated. He operated in faith. And when he did, then it activated the power of God as well. But you have to cooperate with that anointing and use his name. And when you do, nothing can keep you bound. No sickness can keep you bound. Nothing can. No poverty, no anything can keep you bound if you will use forth the name of Jesus, use his word, and operate under the anointing and receive the anointing in your life to destroy every yoke. That's what it's for. It's also there to lead you and guide you. So I admonish you today. Receive the anointing, speak forth the name of Jesus, and let it present all that he is.